Welcome to This Might Be A Podcast. It is usually a song-by-song podcast, but this is a Patreon-exclusive episode called They Might Be Emo. And I've got a uh, crew of emo fans here, myself included, uh, and we have got, uh, returning to the show, my wife, Dr. Cara Canelli, Dr. Bass. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, so you were on the Dr. Worm episode, which was episode three. Yes. Yeah. Uh, way back in the day. Way, yeah, a year and a half ago. And then you were on the I Like Fun episode, which was where I was starting to get um, quite a buildup. I remember we recorded that, and then I didn't release it for like two months. But I think <laughs> that came out in like last April, perhaps, Okay, and then we've got two uh, newbies. Neither of you have done a regular episode, but this is your first time appearing ever. Um, seems to happen with a lot of people. I, I grab them and get to know them on a Patreon episode, and then they end up doing their weekly episodes later. Um, so we've got in Lincoln, Nebraska, we've got Elizabeth Siegel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You're happy. That's not appropriate for this episode. Oh, shoot. I messed up already. <laughs> so emotional to be here. I'm very sad to I, be here. I have a lot of feelings about being here. <laughs> I just can't can't hold them in. I gotta I gotta Mm-mm. scream scream about it. Scream them out. <laughs> yeah, just scream your feelings away. Then we've got Tara Trait in uh, Brooklyn, New York City. Hey, Tara. Hello. I am upset that I have to be here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I were not <laughs> talking to anybody. Yeah. And just laying in solitude. Uh, in in a, yeah in a dark room. You do look like you're in a dark room. Maybe it's just because you're backlit. I did it on purpose. But we're getting like a silhouette, like an eclipse. That's perfect. Kinda. It's like a halo kind of yeah. effect. Honestly, it looks pretty pretty cool. Uh, Could be so, the cover of an emo <laughs> album. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, I think, one of the more ridiculous premises is premise, 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 I? <laughs> uh, for premises. Premises. We're off to a great start. I think it's premises. Uh, premises. Yes. Um, and <laughs> I'm just going like octopi. Premise, I. <laughs> Uh, for a Patreon episode, because um, usually it's like, oh, we're talking about the art of They Might Be Giants, or we're talking about the string arrangements in They Might Be Giants, or we're talking about state songs. But this one, we are going to 
talk about how emo they might be giants are, which really, they are very, you know, take away the kids' albums, and they are very, very dark, and that's part of why we love them. But what we're going to do is we're just going to be, uh, have fun here and uh, make connections between They Might Be Giants and some of the emo bands that the four of us love and that Tara's cat also loves. Um, yep. <laughs> trying to steal the spotlight there. The tail is in frame still. Come on. Come on, Lizzie. We were saying cats are the most emo of pets. Come on. Well, definitely the, not dogs. That's no, sure. not dogs. I mean, unless like a basset hound or something or a bulldog that's just like... Bleh, They're very sad. They're very... Or they're just very lazy, really. It's what They, yeah. they look sad because their eyes are droopy. So... Easy to confuse sadness yeah. and laziness sometimes. So the four of us, we have each picked two They Might Be Giants songs, which we are going to make uh, a little case for why we picked them as being uh, particularly emo. We are going to uh, cite examples of emo bands that we could compare that song to, and uh, we're going to do uh, two times around. So let's just go ahead and kick it off here. Car is going to start. Uh, what? emo they might be giant song are we going to talk about first well i feel like i i chose one that is just maybe perhaps too literal but no. why must i be sad <laughs> <laughs> why must i be sad off of john I henry mean, so i mean it's yes. kind of right there in the title but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just tell us why, <laughs> why did you pick this this song i mean how could you possibly say this is an emo song yeah i mean well it's it's right there but it's it's all, you know it's about uh, I don't know that's I don't know what I feel like it's self-explanatory there. Well, let's br- why must let's I bring be up, sad? Yeah, yeah let's, let's bring up the lyrics here. While so when we're you think back it. to like, I feel so, like one so, of the stereo I guess a stereotype kind of emo music, right? Is that it's about this kind of you know feeling of emotions and kind of sad sad fucker i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean we're not gonna go through like the whole history of emo music but i mean originally it was it was emotional hardcore i mean it was that yeah. term was coined in dc and like the hardcore scene was really strong there in the late well all the 80s and then the late 80s some of the guys were like well i'm not just angry all the time i have other emotions so there was just emotional sad. Hardcore. Angry sad. <laughs> yeah there was emotional hardcore and then it just became emo and really the hardcore kind of went i mean there were some bands that still incorporated some heavier elements that were categorized as emo but uh over the course of the next like 30 plus years um it just it became a very broad it was more it's more about a vibe about a feeling it's about feelings let's talk about feelings so um looking at the lyrics for why must i be sad why don't <laughs> Right off the bat, why don't you tell us the first couple lines here? It makes it pretty obvious why this song's so emo. <laughs> uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy. I love the dead. <laughs> I love the dead. And the chorus is sad, 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 sad. <laughs> why must I be sad? <laughs> so, yeah. And it mentions Alice Cooper, which we were right. talking about in our preparation, where, like, you know, he gets lumped into, like, the classic rock realm, but, like, really with his makeup and all that kind of stuff, like, he's, like proto emo i don't know are, are either uh you two uh via video call are you familiar with alice cooper at all just because of this song really and I, I know that well i know he exists but like my parents listened <laughs> him, but i know that he hung out with like mickey dolans and like harry nelson and stuff but i don't i've never listened to alice cooper on my own 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, his his music is pretty cool. I've only got a couple LPs of his, but like the vibe is. I mean, it's kind of like where we're we're going to be stretching to talk about they might be giants. You'd have to stretch to say that Alice Cooper is emo. I think a lot of it is like I mean, like the eyeliner and like the like the dripping down kind of stuff. Like his whole vibe and you know black hair and just like very dark aesthetics. Right, but the though, song is also emo in the sense that it's about. Like, I mean, my reading of it is that it's about you know. A guy, a young. I'm thinking it's a, a young person discovering Alice Cooper and saying like, "Oh, this really, I I get this now, right?" Because he's expressing what I'm feeling, which is sadness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, his music is really pretty, you know. And also, like, I mean, the li- the lyrics too, like, right? No one knows these things but me and him. So I'm writing everything down on a spiral notebook in the hopes that someday other will, people will feel as low as this. <laughs> I mean, just the, I, I feel like I mean for me this is like high school yeah. or like oh yeah encapsulated right and like for me I started listening to emo music in high school too so like the idea of like writing down your feelings in a spiral notebook yeah. just seems very emo to me I'm writing down so. my feelings in my journal right and Does also mean I mean also the idea of like just I mean I guess that's kind of why a lot of people get drawn, drawn to emo in the first place right is because like you like listen to it and you're like oh my gosh these other people like they're feeling these strong emotions like I am you know and like mm-hmm. when you're like a 16 or 17 year old per- like person you know you're like I don't know there's a lot of emotions <laughs> yeah. and- I'm the only sad teenager ever right yeah exactly nobody so. understands <laughs> like, no, oh my God, also it's like so deep right you're like oh my god this is so deep these lyrics are so deep yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, so that's you kind know, of funny too that he was looking at Alice Cooper lyrics and being like, these are so deep, right? No I more, kicked the no rocks more. beneath me. I squint at the sun. I just, There's another cat. <laughs> yep. He's like, oh my goodness, kitties from all angles. Ours will not come down because of the dog. But yeah, it's just funny. Like, I squint at the sun. It's kind of like, ah, like a vampire. <laughs> I gotta get inside. This damn sun is too bright. Um, True. Yeah, well, what what do you two think about uh, this song? I mean, it is a good one to start with. Um, are we fans of this song? Um, I think that this is the song that the emo council doesn't want us to know about. <laughs> <laughs> the non-They Might Be Giants emo council. Yeah. 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 They Might Be Giants are an emo band. Well, I just found this little gem. <laughs> So are we supposed to compare them to other emo bands? Oh, yeah. Too? So what, what's the band for that one? The So part of this exercise, right? I, did you want to explain this? Or? Yeah. Well, I said we're going to draw uh, connections to emo bands. And we all, so we picked, so there's eight songs. They might be giant songs total. And we each picked uh, eight different emo bands to relate these songs to. So for Why Must I Be Sad, what classic emo band are you going to uh, draw a connection to for this one? The Promise Ring Ooh, and Nothing agreed. Feels Good. <laughs> yes, so I'll drop in a clip of that here. I don't know East Texas from Louisiana and I don't know Alabama where Atlanta lies where Atlanta is
you could flip the titles between those two right. songs. Like nothing yeah. feels good could could have been called Why, Why Must, must I, I Be, be sad? sad? Yeah. Or There Is No God. <laughs> there Is No God. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know God. I don't know anyone. But I right. think it's interesting that you picked Promise Ring because in Forget Me, he like Davy pulls like stuff from like Sylvia Plath poems and they're pulling stuff from Alice Cooper in that song. So it's kind kind of similar. Cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, of course, Sylvia Plath and Al- Alice Cooper are so similar. Well, they're both, they both just emit just sadness. This is um, true. But. Yeah, well, yeah. Alice Cooper's a little more sub- celebratory of it, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, our, the Facebook group there that we had going with the four of us uh, got nuts, especially when Tara and I got into it about someone still loves you, Boris Yeltsin. Um, who I wouldn't say are not an emo band, <laughs> more of a twee band, I suppose. But Elizabeth, are you a fan of um, the Promise Ring? I can't remember if you said so or what. If we really got into that yet? Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say that I am a um, a hardcore fan. You know, not to poke too much fun at myself, but for many years I got the promise ring mixed up with like three other bands and I couldn't really distinguish <laughs> any of their songs what bands? from Wait, one what? another. What so, bands? Also, it, how dare you? I, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I don't even remember what the other bands were at this point. I know that one of them was actually, and, and this was an issue that I ran into when I was in high school. I had a friend who was in a band that was something like promise. And I, you know, just like right now, I forgot what his band was called all the time. So I thought that he was in the promise ring very frequently. So it was similar. <laughs> it was similar names or it was similar sonic uh, yeah. qualities. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah, like yeah, my, yeah. My, my friend in high school is in the promise ring. That's awesome. Right. Well, we actually, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't know if this would have come up in something that you guys have heard about. We we're just talking about this recently, but we, uh, know Davey a little bit. It's actually cars. Um, well, I've never met him, but. Yeah, I mean, I've had him on Best Midwestern through. So, well, you tell them it's your family. <laughs> no, her he, family knows him. I, he lives in Milwaukee, and his kids go to school with my nieces and nephews, and he's mm-hmm. like ta- coached some like sports leagues with my brother-in-law. So that's extremely yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Davey has uh, coached basketball for but not like our I, nephew. I don't know. I mean, I never met him. My, I mean, my sister and brother-in-law know him but yeah no i mean he's very nice know. and he responds to email i tried to get him to do guest vocals on the last outdoor velour album asked him like a year ago because we because uh, i'm like you want to like jump in on the last court because we cover uh happiness is all the rage i'm like wouldn't that be amazing if like the singer of the song like jumped in on the last chorus and he's like oh i don't know and he said the it was the most emo of emails because he's like i don't know if i'm even in a band anymore like, what are you talking about isn't maritime because Maritime, right? Why must he be sad? Now he's very happy with his yeah, being an accountant being and, and coaching doing the sports. Yeah, he loves the sports. Yeah, and being a dad, right? That's he's being fabulous. A dad. I mean, I I do think that something special about the promise ring um, that does you know link very well to they might be giants is that they're both um, singing sad stuff in a happy way. Yeah. 
And it depends what Promise Ring album you listen to. Well, because right, right. 30 Degrees Everywhere it sounded kind of sad. It's pretty and sad. And then yeah. Nothing Feels Good, like some of the tracks, like that self-titled track, sound pretty sad. But then other ones well, right. started getting a little poppier. Right. And then Very Emergency was the, when Very, we first met, was one of the first CDs she let me <laughs> listen to. So I've always gravitated towards that. And then right. Woodwater is like, we're just saying, yeah. she was just saying, it's like, one, like, it is your favorite album of all time? Probably, yeah. Yeah. But another parallel Wood too Water's is like the, both of them like I have no idea what either of them are ever singing about like everything is like metaphors and like like imagery and stuff so like that's yeah yeah no idea. unless yeah. it's like the Jersey Shore oh yeah um but yeah for you promising fans out there actually so there's a podcast called Jimmy Eat Pod about Jimmy Eat World obviously it's a song by song podcast and I know those guys and so I was talking to them when they were launching the pod I'm like. If you want, I mean, David Von Bolland does guest vocals on the Jimmy Eat World song, A Praise Chorus, and sings the bridge, and sings a They Might Be Giants lyric in the bridge, uh, sings Don't Let's Start in the middle of that song. So I'm like, uh, if you guys, I don't know if you're doing guests or what, but like, I kind of got a connection to Davey, and I hooked them up. So Davey is on their episode about A Praise Chorus, which came out, I think, like a month ago. And then we were on their episode... We were on that podcast at the end of the For Me This Is Heaven episode. So, um, Jimmy Eat World fans, yes, go listen to Jimmy Eat Pod. Uh, Justin and David are good guys. So let's go. Let's go ahead and move on because we got seven more songs to cover. So I think, yeah, I mean we're kind of getting the feel for this. This is definitely a different episode. You know, there was no part. This is part one of this. So we're figuring it out. But let's go to uh, Elizabeth and. Um, the wrong Lincoln, but Lincoln nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, we played Omaha, but I've never played Lincoln. We played Omaha in 2013. So over to Nebraska. Uh, what They Might Be Giants song are we talking about next? Okay, we're going to talk about Narrow Your Eyes. Off Apollo 18. I don't want to change your mind. I don't want to think about your mind. They say love is blind I don't think you're blind You don't want to understand I don't want to shake your father's hand And walk in the sand And act like a man I get on the bus Right past I stop And though I'm late I can't get off I just can't bear So why did you pick Narrow Your Eyes? Well, so I'm going to pull up the lyrics here myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My note, I kind of ran out of room on my notes, and I was like, if I do any more on this, I won't be able to read anything. Um, but Is it a spiral notebook? No, no, it's a legal pad. <laughs> it's a legal pad. I work in insurance. <laughs> there you go. But, I mean... You know, so a big, I, th- I think that the, I don't want to change your mind. I don't want to think about your mind. They say love is blind. I don't think you're blind. That is, that's something that like Pete Wentz wishes he wrote. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking kind of about that too. And it's, I don't want to think about your mind. Like, I don't care what this girl thinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. It's all about me. Which is right. like so much of that young emo stuff. 
especially that 90s emo. Um, just like, I mean, even like pop punk stuff, it's like the girl is always the wrong one. Always. The girl's always. the crazy one, right? Yeah. They, that ruined they my hate life. Girls. Yeah, that completely the, ruined what, my what life growing terrible? up. <laughs> oh my God. Pop punk ruined my life growing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's a horrible. whole different topic for some other time. Yeah. I think pop punk has ruined all of our lives. <laughs> Um, I was listening more to the skate punk variety. <laughs> I was listening more to like Lagwagon, which I think doesn't rely as strongly on that kind of stuff. It's more about drinking and uh, <laughs> yeah. doing donuts on the neighbor's lawn. Uh, yeah, wholesome content. So, <laughs> yes, very wholesome. Um, and they're still going. So, Elizabeth, Ow. what? Um, yeah, what? What? Uh, well, what else in this song? Or do you want to tell us about what um, band? Because it was not Fallout Boy. No, no. So I went even more new school and I did check on is this bandemo.com to confirm that the front bottoms are emo. Um, (laughs) That's the authority. It is. It is. Are you guys familiar with is this bandemo.com? Yes. Yes. (laughs) No, I haven't. I don't think I've been on that. If I have, it's been really long time. It's ago. run by um by what's his name the guy from the guy from Washed Up Emo. Oh yeah, that's it's a yeah. good podcast. I prefer just yeah. to text my friends and we argue amongst ourselves if the band is emo or not. See that that's, <laughs> I like to get interactive. Yeah, that's an intellectual discussion. But according to this authority, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, are indeed emo. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Is this band emo? They might be giants. Find out. No, Game of Giants not. is not an emo band. The council is mad our Spotify account wasn't on private when we listened to Istanbul. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so we're here to prove them wrong, and we'll have to I'll have to tweet at the washed up emo guys when we put out this episode and be like, hey, uh, we actually, you know, we we gathered, we discussed, determined mm-hmm. they might be giants are are emo. So the front right. bottoms. So why is uh, narrow your eyes like the front bottoms? So I want you to th- if I want you to think back to like the first two front bottoms albums, and you know it's kind of been memed around a lot lately, but they've got a tendency to, you know, just insert in like voicemails of their ex girlfriends like breaking up with them, <laughs> and and things like that. And I really do think that they could have covered narrow your eyes on either of their first two albums mm-hmm. um and it would have sounded like they wrote it themselves um, what uh for people unfamiliar with front bottoms what uh what song should i play here of theirs so i think that i i had thought a lot about it and i do Thinking think that very emo yeah, I think that you could pick anything from Talent of the Hawk, but uh, let's go with... Adios. No, let's not do that one. Uh, no, that's too happy. Even yeah, though that one's a little too somebody. happy. Uh, let's do everything I own. Sometimes you get sad when we're together Because you're not I don't feel 
it's just the, so you see the connection in the lyrics about or in the like references to women and like yes i do i do and you know i i don't want to diss anyone i'm not here to start an emo beef um (laughs) what what are you gonna say let's hear it yeah come on come on i'm not i'm not here to start an emo beef you know front bottoms listen to this podcast (laughs) neither of these in you know i mean it's like we said before these songs are not always fabulous about the ladies um oh definitely from As in emo bands or, or or they might be giants because like they might be giant stuff it's always up for interpretation oh yeah and i think we could safely say that Linnell is not like this is not him say- no 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 he's he's got characters he isn't he isn't no yeah this persona, isn't, this isn't which is like all of theirs yeah, yeah. <laughs> every song right <laughs> Man, what a life he would have lived, though. Can you believe, like, do you even imagine that? I know. For, he was a worm. The mm-hmm. Linnell was a worm, and Flans was, uh, you know, made of dots and lines. Right. So That's a weird. life to live. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> I just um, can't bear to tell you some lies. I feel like the emo guys would tell lies, though. They would. Yeah, and, and, and this narrator can't bear to tell you some lies. Because then she'd narrow her eyes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Which really, any whenever you narrow your eyes, you do end up with kind of an emo face a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's my that's my hot take. Yeah, and, and the yeah. part about what okay. I just thought about, I just thought about Antarctica Vespucci on the uh, the I get on my bike ride down our block, but that one that that song I'm thinking about of theirs is very it's kind of more happy. Thinking about a girl. Yeah. Saying, uh, thinking about sex about as he's riding around on his bike. And, and yeah. yeah, it's like, um, and think about sex, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's a great song. Yeah. That, um, that one's not, not so sad. No, that's Chris Farron at his most having feelings. I don't think he always likes to admit to having feelings, but that's Chris Farron with feelings. <laughs> that's the depth that they go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, a, that's a great band. I kind of like forget when they put out an album and they're like, oh, I should be listening to this. Well, they, you I know, they the kind of go in and, I'm a sucker yeah. for it. Antarctica of Vespucci kind of goes up and down with it. But as long as you, you know, follow Chris Farron on any social media, you will know about it. Right. And know when it's coming. Stock. I mean, I mean, it's not neither, neither of their main projects, I guess, though. I, a lot of people love it. I mean, I think it could, it could probably be their main project that they really... I, mean, it could be, I feel like that could be a really big band if that was like what they did. But I mean, Rosenstock's solo career is really good. Yeah, yeah. Antarctica Vespucci, I maintain, is one of the best live bands ever. Yeah, I've, I've not seen them. So, uh, anything else to say from any of you about Narrow Your Eyes? Terry, you got anything else to say on this one? I'm just prepping myself for the nonsense I'm about to say, so I don't currently have anything <laughs> about narrow your eyes. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Then our our next emo they might be giant song is Tara. Um, I'm going to start with I'll Sink Manhattan. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
I'll sink Manhattan Right under the sea I'll find the sweetest spot to watch As it goes away You were so happy With the things that you said Like he's my lower half You laugh, but you're gonna So, like, my disclaimer I have right now is I don't claim to be an expert on emo, so don't be mad at me. And number two, I don't know anything. So, based that, on that's, all our, that's the disclaimer that is most here, emo, okay? that's the most emo disclaimer you could have ever said. Um, <laughs> based true. on our discussions in the Facebook thread, you definitely we're we're all pretty much on the same page, and we're all I think around the same age as well. So, like, because like all the bands we're talking about, it's like we all know them. Um, so, I'll sink Manhattan. Yeah, what, what, what do you got? Okay. Why is this song emo? So first of all, when you proposed this idea, I took this as a personal research project for myself to find the most <laughs> emo They Might Be Giant song. And I made a playlist of about 70, whittled it down to about six, yeah, I know. text a bunch of my friends to find out what their opinions were, and then got it down to two. So, And these are this is the kind of stuff I think about at work all the time. Like When I first started listening to them, like, I had an ear out to see what songs I connected with because that's how I used to listen to music anyway. Like, so I would like make notes of that. But, um, so. For... Let me also just say that picking a B side was very emo of you as well. Mm-hmm. well picking actually, something it was my, off the it was first B side collection. It was my friend Alex's idea because I was like, I need, I gave him all these songs. And he's like that one. And I was like, okay. And it's good. It worked out because I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, this- and originally off the uh, they'll need a crane EP. They'll need a crane, also being a pretty damn mm-hmm. emo song. <laughs> yeah. emo, emo people love B sides and rarities. I know. I was exactly. just gonna say that. I was like, we, do you have it on a seven? Like- but do you have it on a seven inch in like some right. obscure color? <laughs> or people that like th- actually the best Alkaline Trio album is the self titled the cassette uh, collection. Right, that's I the have best that on album. Vital. I was like, I mean, like I was <laughs> kind of getting out of them by that time, so. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yo, I was already moving way yeah, past Alkaline like, Trio by then. I was already then. over them by then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. So Tara. So the song itself gave me like a lot of through being cool era saves the day vibes, especially for Roxanne Juice Magic. It shares the same energy I feel. It reminds me of, there's a line in the song, um, I'd buy you lemonade right now if you were here and I'd throw it in your face and I'd listen to you cry. And that part specifically, like if that line was zeroed in and magnified the emotion and the emotion was fleshed into another song, it would be also Manhattan. Like it's like the mm-hmm. same, it's got the same like vibe and like the themes of God. crying and water and feeling.
that's the end of our free portion to hear the rest. Uh, my first pick, and then another round through Kara, Elizabeth, and Tara's second picks. Patreon.com slash this might be a podcast. $2 gets you merch. We got two new stickers coming. One with the They'll Need a Crane artwork by Lauren Walton. One with our parody of the TMBG Squiggle logo. And also, you get t-shirts when you get up to $20 of subscription. Leela! She's so emo. Hey, emo dog. What do you have to say for yourself? Just gonna sniff. Alrighty, thanks everybody. Hope you enjoyed the free part. Hope that whets your whistle and gets you over to the Patreon. You can also hear our episodes uh, with Marty, Danny, our miscellaneous trans episodes. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Another Monopuff exclusive. We have the art episode part two. We have an accordion themed episode coming up. We have an LGB. They might. Uh, <laughs> what are we calling that? Gay might be giants with some LGB folks to talk about their. Uh, views on some TMBG songs. Oh yeah, a TMBG tattoo Patreon episode. I guess that's about it for now. Yeah, thanks a lot. See you over there. Awesome.